Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Thanks for reaching, thanks for saving 
to be here. This is our maiden gospel encounter service and I already feel excited. I already feel blessed. Were you blessed by that song? Thank you for reaching. My favorite part is when she says, I was so far, so far, so far and he reached me. Amen. 
this year will be 12 years since I gave my life to Christ. And so I was touched by the song that she sang. And I believe tonight God is going to reach so many hearts and so many lives. And I know some of you were invited from the different campuses all over Accra. And I can tell you for a fact that in this house you're going to experience Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is going to touch your heart here at this service. And you are blessed to be here. Amen. And our pastor is here. We are... We are, we are always blessed. We are always blessed to be able to receive and to be able to hear and to be alive in these times when we can receive and be blessed by the pastor and the leader that God has given us. And I believe today is no exception. And at this first ever gospel encounter, are you ready for a gospel encounter? At the back under the canopy, I don't know if you are ready. Are you ready for a gospel encounter? We are singing our song of faith which says nothing is impossible when we put our trust in God. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and let's sing. Nothing is impossible. It's impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. It's impossible when you trust in God. Come on, sing harkens to the voice. excited to be back here. Amen. Father, which art in heaven, we thank you for today. And we thank you that you made today possible for us to come here and to praise you again in this place. We are grateful for what great things you have done in our lives and the lives of everyone in the life of the church. Have mercy on us and help us to finish what has been started for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. And everyone said amen. Hallelujah. 
You may be seated in the house of the Lord. All right. Now, how many are here for the first time? How many are here? This is your first time coming to church here. Give us a wave. Wow, what a blessing. How many have been here before? Okay, now this is our Saturday night church service and we, we now have church service uh, four times, uh, four times in the weekend, alright, so this is actually our second service and we had the first service in Mampong where we had an amazing time and um, so they have actually finished church for the weekend yes so those of us who are here for Saturday also this is your Sunday also so once you are able to be here for Saturday night it means not that you don't need Sunday, but it's like, that's, that is your portion. So if you come on Sunday, it means you are coming for a top-up, if you want. All right, so it's, it's, it's um, a blessing to have church every day. Actually, we should have church every evening. So... Due to some circumstances, we are only having on Saturday and Sunday for now. And even flow is on Fridays and Tuesdays, all right? So that is a blessing. So, thank God. Um, our church, as we said, is still under construction. So, Yes, it's under construction. What's that? Show what you were showing before, Mr. Man. Uh huh. Yeah. So our church is still under construction, and um, so any inconvenience, we apologize for every inconvenience. All right. We are still working on things. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. So, um, this evening, I'm, I have a short message to you. And uh, my message is entitled, God commended his love toward us. God commended his love towards us. Amen. Romans chapter 5 and verse 6. It says, When we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Amen. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure, For a good man, some would even dare to die. 
But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Amen. Now, the first point is that God commended his love toward us when we were helpless and without strength. Are you there? So, God loves you, God loves us when we are when we were sinners. Now this is something that uh, God is recommending his kind of love to us. That look, he is a lover. Like he's a really big lover. Amen? Like he, God is a real nice and amazing loving person to know. And the reason why God is recommending his love towards you is that whilst you were bad, you see, he loved you. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And that is amazing love. There are many songs about God's love, amazing love. And... um, Greater love. Jesus what? Lover of my soul. Like love songs about God's love is really, really fantastic. So, um, experiencing love, God's love, is, is a wonderful thing. Now, the world, right, since God created it, okay, has gone astray consistently. Consistently. What he made that was nice and that was good and everybody went away. Uh, Starting with Adam and Eve. You get it? And with Adam and Eve, they were seduced or deceived by the devil. You get it? And the devil spoke to them and fooled, fooled them. So they were fooled and they were fooled into following bad things and turning away from God. Almost everybody who sins has been fooled. Do you see? Has been fooled by the devil. No, no one sins without a demon being present in your life. You are being seduced and made to think a bad thing is a good thing. Uh, Something evil is actually nice. And something that is killing you 
is a good thing. You know? So that was Adam. Then it, 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 it got to the point, you know, where God said, look, I can't take this. You, you will die if you sin. And then after that, he made them to die. And now at that time, everybody lived up to 1,000, I mean, beyond 1,000 years. We're living, we're living. You know, you have a child when you are in 500 years old. Do you see? Yes. And it was not a problem. So, uh, when they sinned, no one passed a thousand years. Because even in the book, in the Bible, the Bible says that a thousand years, one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like a day. Okay? You see that in the book of Enoch, Jubilees, and such authority books. You see that, that it was actually quoted from there. Peter was actually quoting from there that it's a thousand days, it's like a a, a year. So everybody lived up to a thousand. So Noah, for instance, when he died, one of these authority books says that he died 70 years short of a thousand. So he died at 930. Do you see? No one really, by the time you are getting to thousand, you you must clock off. Do you see? So things got worse, and us human beings kept doing more and more horrible things. Do you see? Uh, it, it was terrible, and, and it's like devils came into the world. Devils, we, we, you see, because we are not the only created beings. There are other creatures and other created beings, which when you read the Bible, we can't even imagine. Like when you read the book of Revelations, you see four living creatures and they describe creatures I saw this with wings and with that and seven eyes and this and that it's like ah what type of creatures are being described it's because we human beings feel that we are the only creatures in the world but if you look out there into the stars and into the sky you see Venus when I was coming Venus was very beautiful just below the moon, very bright and alone in the, in, the, in, the, in the sky, you know, that all these places, we've been able to send spacecrafts to them, but beyond Venus, you know, far away, a thousand million years, light years away, there are stars and planets around each star, and no one knows what is there. We don't have any format or any technology that can make us go to any of those places. Not today, not tomorrow. I don't know when. You know? So anyway, so these spirits came into the world. And the uh, Bible says in the days of Noah, they came and then they even married human beings. Now somebody will say, how can a spirit marry a human being. But you must remember that Jesus Christ, those of us who believe in Jesus, was born of the Holy Spirit. Like the Holy Spirit made a woman pregnant. So that's the concept that a spirit could come into a, ma- a, a female and make the person pregnant. And that's when the Bible said they produce giants 
and they produce strange people, renowned men of evil men, and all kinds of monsters. Do you see? So all these people existed, and all these people, you know, came, and the world was full of wickedness, and God said, no, 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 no. It's, it's too much. Now, the Bible says that Noah, Noah was an unusual man. You know? In, in the whole of Genesis, you find that Noah and Enoch were the only good people. You know, Bible says Enoch walked with God. Then Noah was also someone who didn't like what was going on. You see? Now, every time there's a lot of evil, God always finds somebody who doesn't agree with the evil and the things that are going on and chooses to serve God. And Noah was one such person. Many people think that, oh, he was just chosen to... No, no, no. He was a righteous man. He was a preacher. And no one listened to him. You know? So in the end, God told him, make an ark and I'm going to drown everybody. I'll show those who think they are swimmers that, I mean, there's something called Noah's flood. So he, 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 Noah built the ark and people, it was only his family members who believed. He had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And it was only there and their wives who believed. So when Noah made the ark, he brought in animals. Instead of human beings coming for salvation, animals came for salvation. Yes. Animals came for salvation. Yes. I mean, you see monkeys coming, so I'll, I'll give my life to, I'll give my life to God. I want to come, I want to be saved. If I can come into the ark, you know, and so the, 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 the monkeys and other creatures, orangutans and other, I mean, animals accepted salvation and they came on board, including birds, you know, with small brain. You think of how small a bird is and then think of the head of the bird and then inside the head is the brain like the brain will be smaller than even a groundnut it will be very small even those with the smallest common sense had the common sense for salvation and the human beings with the biggest brains it's like we couldn't see the salvation at all you get it so now uh, after that everybody drowned and in one of these authority books uh, it says that the waters came 15 to 20 cubits above the top of every mountain. And a cubit is one and a half feet. So 20 of that would be like um, 30 feet above, so I'm six feet, above the top of the highest. Every single mountain was covered with water. Now every single person drowned. And the water was on the earth for several months. The Bible says, one of the books says that the, the, what, the, 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 the deep, the doors of the abyss and the deep were opened. And the waters came from the abyss below. And the waters came from above. And the whole world was covered with water. And not only the Bible, but other books in history have records of this great flood. 
Now, when Noah eventually came out, all right, he came out and he made a great sacrifice of thanksgiving to God. Do you see? For bringing him out. And in the book of Genesis, we see a record of his sacrifice. But other books also tell us that he made this sacrifice and then he drank a lot of wine and so on. And then he got drunk as part of that festival and at the time that he was even thanking God for their salvation. And one of his sons, do you see, one of his sons came and saw that he was naked because he was so thankful for the salvation. Like everybody had died and he had escaped. You know, so in, as part of his uh, thanksgiving, he, it was, that was when he, he got drunk. So now, when his son came in and saw him and went and called others to come and look at their father, you see, the one who, through whom they had been saved. Yes, the one through whom they had been saved. You get it? Uh, when he got up, he cursed Canaan, which is the son, one of the sons of um, Ham. Anyway, so these three boys were now the people who are going to fill the world with people. So they, 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 Noah shared the land for them, told them that don't cross into somebody's land. Everybody should separate. Yes, the whole world is from them. You know, and then again, they started to do, go out into the world. And then one of the books tells us that Japheth, he went to an area, a land which was cold. The land was cold. And then Ham went to a land that was hot. Yes. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Yes. And then Shem went to a land that was both cold and hot. Yes, which is like the Middle East area. Yes. Yes, the desert, which has the two extremes. Yeah. And then the Bible says, it tells us that they started again to do the evils that again they had been saved from. And that is the, the, what they were doing. They were doing it because the evil spirits, do you see, were able to survive the flood. Because a spirit is not drowned by water. Do you understand? Spirits are not drowned by water. When, even when people die, spirits come out. And then they prefer to have a human being, but they can exist in heavenly places. They can exist in the atmosphere. The Bible calls it the prince of the power of the air. Do you see? So they were waiting for the man to, man to come back to the earth. And then when we came back, they came again to infiltrate and make them do bad things. So now God promised Noah, especially on the day that he made the big sacrifice, he said, look, I won't drown people again the way I drowned them. So now because of that, God hasn't changed his word. So even though the badness is now more than Noah's time, more than Noah's time, God is not going to drown the world. More likely to be fire. And that can explain some of the nuclear weapons that have been prepared. And remember that man has never made weapons that he didn't use. He's always used the weapons that we've made. Do you see? 
but we don't even know. So, man is now so evil, do you get it? And it's like, God has to punish man. Do you get it? Now, Lee Kuan Yew, the founder of Singapore, you know, when he got to a, uh, got to a point, he, uh, his assistant, one of his assistants whom he did the revolution with, you know, because, you know, Lee Kuan Yew is like Kwame Nkrumah. They all came to Oxford at the same time, and then they went back. So he's the one who built it. And he said, you know, that when they was being interviewed before he died about what is the, one of the most difficult things that he did. And he, he said that it was one of his assistants or his main person with whom he did the routine. He did something, and he had to take that guy to prison. You know, and it was one of the most difficult, he said that the most difficult thing that happened during his, his, his time. You see, because when you have, got, you, you have to do the right thing. You see, so when you have um, uh, justice has to be done because he was always doing those things to people. In fact, somebody once said that it's uh, the most dangerous place to be an accountant is Singapore. If you ever be an accountant, never work in Singapore because mostly you go to prison. Yes. You know? In fact, I hear they even teach it in accounting school. They tell you that it's, it's very dangerous because you do some calculation right now, they say, no, it's, a, it's wrong. You know? So I think that one of the most difficult things for God, do you see, is to send us to hell. Yes. It's like, it's, it's like Lee Kuan Yew was saying, that was the most difficult thing for him, but it's like, it's very difficult for God to punish us. You know? It's like the people that he created and he loved, it's like he has to also do what is right. I mean, otherwise, he will be accused you know, accusers are accused about everything, including that you didn't, you didn't punish this person. Why do you leave this person? Oh, why you did this to this? Why do you do this to this? It's like when they say social distancing. And they say, well, you social distancing, you, are, you arrested a church and whatever. But the next time you were having another program and then we didn't see the social distancing. And you didn't arrest yourselves. You see, or you didn't arrest those who did it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so people accuse you for not implementing justice. Do you see? So the devil is be waiting to accuse God. Do you see that? But these your people, they are very bad. Very bad. Look at this one. Look at this guy. Look at this one. And God knows that they are going to accuse, accuse him. So God commended his love. Like he decided to do something to, to, to like save us. Do you see? Yeah, and it's like, okay, I'm going to get somebody and I'll punish the person. Now, that punishment is assumed to be the punishment when you experience it. He has received the punishment for everybody. Yeah, and that was, I mean, he was looking around in town to see who, like when he punishes the person, the person's punishment, you get it, can cover others' punishment. And it's like it can be a big thing, do you see, that can be counted as enough punishment for everybody. Do you see? So he was looking at and Jesus was sitting by his side. So he didn't turn his head initially to the side. He was just looking around. I mean, some of the senior angels and other people. Do you get it? 
And Jesus was sitting by his side, his, his only begotten son. And he realized that all these other people, their blood will not, it will, it will, it, 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 it may maybe, maybe be able to save about 100,000 people. Do you see? Or maybe save about 5 million people, but it's like the people are plenty. And it's also for many years of evil. Do you see? So then Jesus lifted his hand like this. He said, I'm here. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. And the father looked and said, you go? Will you really go? And Jesus said, I'll go. You send me, I'll go. I'll go. You know? And so God so loved the world that he sent his only son. His only son. Now, like there's only one of Jesus. Maybe me thousands of angels, but there's only one of Jesus. Yeah. And the only one that he had, he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to come into this world. A very, very difficult world. And um, he was here and he preached the greatest words that have ever been preached. He said the greatest things and he proved that he was the son of God. You can't get up and say you are the son of God without proving it. It's very dangerous to say you are the son of God. If, if, if you say you are a doctor, when they say, is there any doctor here? And you say, I am. You better be ready to do everything. And not say that, oh, I'm not in this, this area. I'm not in this area. You are not in this area, then who should be in that area? Are you not a doctor? Amen. So, God commended his love. Like, by, by sending his son, he was showing us that his love is the greatest kind of love. And all of you who get married, who have boyfriends, girlfriends, you can all remember somebody you've said, I love you. I really like you. I love you. Me too, I love you. Me too, I miss you. And you see that it has evaporated like vapor. It has become like the steam from a kettle or from a hot water that you are just heating and the steam has come and disappeared. True or not true? Yeah. And you ask yourself, what kind of love is that? Very, 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 very short-lived love. Yes. No, I don't know if you've seen it before. Sometimes you see some men whose wives have died. They stay there for years. We say, will you marry? So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Or sometimes some people, you see them, they, 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 can't, they don't even know who to marry. Because the kind of love they've seen and experienced, they realize it's not, it, 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 you can see that this thing, it, it evaporates. You get it? So God is recommending his kind of love. And there are times that I've really felt sorry for God. Because I feel that people don't respond well to God's love. But today, you must respond to God's love for you. Amen. So, God recommended his love in that 
while you were without strength. Without strength. Amen. So, when you can't even do what is right, he will save you with his great love. I remember a friend of mine, he came to church one evening just like this. And he was taking drugs, smoking, doing bad things, but he was my mate in Achimota school. So after church, I said, brother, where, what are you doing? And he told me what he was doing. I went to drop him, you know, at home. And I initially, I thought to myself, this guy is not a serious man. You know, he, he will perish just as he's supposed to perish. Do you see? <laughs> but you see, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me that this man cannot help himself. So he just help him. And the Holy Spirit told me to give him money. You know, every, and I should just look after him, my own classmate. You know, so I started to give him money. And I knew that he was using it for drugs as well. But I was giving him money for food. But he didn't have food. I'm talking about my classmate that I was in the same class with. Yes. And God showed me an aspect of his love. That there are some people, they can't help themselves. Yes. They can't help themselves. They are without strength. But God loves people who are also without strength. That's, that's the love of God. Like you, you, you can't even, like you are not able to stop. You are not able to change. But he likes you. And he still loves you. And that's what the Bible says, that God commended his love toward us. That when we were without strength, he loves us. So everybody here, How many have realized sometimes you are not able to stop certain things? Raise your hand if you realize that you are not able to stop. Most of you. But you also still feel that God loves you, isn't it? That's how God is. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm without strength, but I'm still loved. Yes. You know, people love things that are nice and strong. You know, there are many ladies who have experienced standing by the roadside to ask for lifts. And when you are young and fresh and you look like a, a fruit, you know, like a pawpaw, <laughs> a fresh, juicy fruit, a watermelon. <laughs> you get it? Full of juice. Yes. People will be stopping to pick you. Yes. You realize that they'll be stopping. Yes. But when they get old and withered and the juice has gone out, they'll be standing there. No, no, no BMW is stopping to, to pick them again. It's like, oh, I mean, we didn't see. But thank God that when you are withered, 
and, and when your strength is finished and when you are no longer even strong with juices in you God commended his love toward you that whilst you were without strength he loved you and chose you hallelujah then number two God commended his love towards you that whilst you are ungodly yes and sinners he loved you amen that whilst you are yet sinners and ungodly he loved you first Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15 says this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief yes wow you know until you experience it you won't really understand it but maybe a way to experience it is if you love somebody and the person is unfaithful to you you may understand this verse yes Mm. (laughs) yes because the person who is unfaithful to you whom you love has gone to express love like the person has told others with feelings I, 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 I love you And you are supposed to forget about it and move on. That's when you understand because God recommends his love that well, I mean like you are really do, like, did you really express love to this person? I mean you expressed yourself. How many have expressed yourself before? <laughs> Expresso. you've expressed your love and now you are saying you are sorry but you did express your love you expressed your commitment you expressed your feelings freely now you say oh you shouldn't don't mention it Open your mouth towards somebody like a fish. Yeah. Yes. Now we shouldn't remember it again. Just forget about it. But that is God. Oh. He just looked and said, you've expressed love for the dead. Look like Paul. You were stoning pastors, killing people, <laughs> blaspheming, spoiling the church. I mean, harassing Christians. And we shouldn't mention it. And God said, yeah. I will just take you as like that. Hey. God is wild. That is why, that is why the Bible says God commended his love. Like he's recommending his type of love to you. So you see whether you get something like this anywhere. Yeah. 
Now, if you see somebody expressing the love, you, you may not, if, even if it's reported, it may be different from if you see it. Can you imagine how God feels as he's watching? Oh God there is watching everything. He sees all, he hears all. It's not even a thought or imagination. He's watching it live. Huh? And then still, he's saying that, oh, it's okay. Play on. <laughs> God's love is fantastic. Yes, God's love is fantastic. So, God loves you. And, you know, how many realize that you are just like Paul? Very bad and very some way. Yeah. And this is the love, you know, that is expected. God is expecting some love from you. He's expecting a response. For you to serve him. For you to say yes. I believe in you, Jesus. For you to accept him. One day there was a brother who was a virgin. Yes. Uh-huh. Are you listening to my preaching? <laughs> and this virgin brother. met a non-virgin sister. Uh-huh. Now, eventually, after some difficulty, he decided to marry the non-virgin sister. So when they got married, at a point, the sister wasn't showing <laughs> an atmosphere of love was not there. <laughs> so that's when himself came and he said, look, you have been all to these places doing so many things. I've overlooked all those things. And I've come with, as a virgin. You have been and doing acrobatics at this place. Aerobics. Gymnastics. With so many boys. I've closed my eyes. I say I will imagine it. And I've married you. Now that we are married, you have made yourself like a cadaver. Do you know cadaver? A dead body. He was expecting an expression. Love. Because I am the one, he said, I'm the one who has put a ring on your finger. I'm the one who put a white dress on you for us to do wedding match. I'm expecting some response from you. 
for what I've, I've showed you love. 200 boys have slept with you. I won't mind them. None of them mentioned marriage. Now, one day, there was a funeral in Cameroon. Yes. And the funeral was being held for a nurse who had died. A nurse in a hospital. Yes. So, those who attended the funeral were all the doctors, nurses, everybody who the medical people and also the family, they were all at the funeral. Now, at the funeral, everybody was quiet. Because they found a book that the lady has written her notes. Yes. A journal. And she has written all those who have slept with her. (laughs) Yes. And she she died of HIV. She died of HIV. (laughs) Yes. Oh, it's a true story. Yes. Everybody was quiet because all the names, all their names were in in the list. And she said that None of them, none of them ever mentioned the word marriage. None of them ever mentioned surgeons, these doctors, neurosurgeons, they were all there quiet. Because she was of HIV and they were all her customers. Yes. But nobody mentioned the word marriage. She said one person mentioned but he never mentioned it again. But the day that he mentioned, maybe just a way of talking. And then he never said it again. It was only one person. Out of about 200, there were also about two, two to 300 people. I read it, the story. Everybody was quite well. Now, what am I trying to say? This brother, you see, you can be a girl. So many people will do things but no one takes his time and says I like you and I want you to be with me yeah and when you get a brother who does that and says no I don't want to use you abuse you and chew you and and, 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 and squeeze you and turn you into juice You are expected to respond. I wrote a song which says, I'm responding. Yes, I'm responding. Yeah. I'm responding. God is expecting some response from you. Yes. He's expecting some life. Some expression. Some energy. A flow. He's expecting a flow. Yes. And God is, God is, you see, God is recommending, like, look at how my love is. Look at how I love. Look at how my love is. 
He's not recommending himself. He's recommending his type of love. That's why he said, greater love has no mind. It's a very big type of love. In that while we were yet sinners, while we are some way, he sees we are some way, he knows we are some way, and he says, I like you. Yes. And God is expecting some love. Now, one day, there was a prostitute in Brazil. Yes. <laughs> and this prostitute was a rebellious girl who became a prostitute. And she had many customers. But I don't know if you've ever been to a prostitute before, but it's like a it's like a doctor's it's like a doctor's clinic. You you sit in rows and you wait, that's the door. You sit. And you have, I think, an amount you pay and a time and what is possible. Yes. So when I saw, when I saw the picture of the people waiting, different types of people who haven't bathed. Yes. Men, laborers, Huge pot bellies with beards, different types of beards, different types of. She was there, a young girl. And then one day a man came, and when he finished with her, he told her, I want to marry you. Yes. Meanwhile, there were people with, and it's like, so at the beginning, you have to go because the next person is coming. Yes. It's a true story. Most of my story, if I tell you, unless it's a fox or a goat or something, but the story is true. He said, I want to. She didn't. He said, Look, you, you have to go. But he came back. He would join the queue. Wait for this one. Will go. They will come. They, they come out smiling. They come out of the queue satisfied as if they've eaten jollof. Hey. He was on it. He was on it. I can show you one day. You see, you, 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 you become afraid. When you see, it's, it's something. But he's, he's persistent. He said, I, I want you. I like you. As you are, I'm, I'm in it. I can see the people. In fact, one of the days, he came in to her. He didn't do anything. He just sat to that. I'm here to talk to you. Yes. I like you. Hey! There are types of love. Oh. There are greater and greater loves. Now, when you marry somebody like this and she goes to the house and start bluffing and start behaving in a type of calm way, will you be excited about that? Yeah. And an attitude comes. That will be sad. And so, brothers and sisters, this evening, I want to recommend... This love is nicer than any boyfriend's love. I'm telling you. As for love, there are different types. One day, I went out and I came. I had a little sister in the church. She was not my biological sister, just a Christian. She was crying. I said, Why? My beloved has left me. 
<laughs> my beloved has left me. Immediately I prophesied to her and I said, you will get a beloved who is nicer than this one who has left you. You watch and see. Up till today, whenever she sees me, she says, your prophecy came to pass. I said, so one day I asked her, how did it come to pass? She said, she told me, because when the new person came, she told me, she said, Daddy, I never knew that all these were part of beloved doses. I said, all these are what? I don't understand. She said, the things that I'm experiencing now, I didn't know that it was part of beloved doses because the old relationship, it was, I mean, I was married to a sergeant, a soldier, I mean, just different. I didn't know that all this is part. Yeah. Because the new beloved, the Charlie Hills into love. Love brood in the church. <laughs> yes. I didn't know that all this was in it. You see, there are higher and greater loves. She's always thankful that the guy broke up with her and went away with his wahala. God is showing you a big love, my friend, you know. If your things are to be brought up, eh? if your things are to be brought up and you are to be dealt with, eh? some of you, the things you have done to girls, if they curse you now, eh? you'll see what will happen to you. Yes. You know, you don't have to be afraid of curses because the Bible says a curse causeless shall not come. But if there is a, a cause, it will come. So you don't have to be saying, why should you curse? So you, you, cursing is part of the Bible. And I say, some of you, if some people are to curse you for in response to what you have done, chewing people, abusing people, I mean, degrading people, lowering people, Pooping on them, excuse me to say, I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, spoiling people's lives. If if the curse is to follow truly, you'll be shocked. Unless there's a mercy. And you see, God's love is a special kind of love. It's a love. You know, the word for mercy in the Hebrew is rechab, and it means your womb. You see, something from your womb, you always forgive it. You always forgive. So you are from God's womb. So he has a feeling for you. You see, a feeling of love for you. To save you and to show you kindness. Some people ask, why, why, why am I serving the Lord? Because I can really feel that God has showed me some love. Like, if I look at my family and people who are saved, people who are not saved, it's like I feel that he's been very kind to me. I don't even know why. Yeah, to save me. So I want to really also show him love back. I don't want to be calm and this type of blasé, dull looking with your mouth open, you are sleeping, ah, like that, without any expressions. No, 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 no. I want to 
rise up and show God love with energy and passion. Yes, passion. Yes. And today I'll, I'll recommend to you to respond to God. Yes. Look, you are a young person, you are here. You would have been dancing at disco or holding a girl and smooching with after you are smoking a weed, then you are smooching this and that. You go from one person to another, you come out 4 a.m., 5 a.m., you are high. But rather look at you in the house of God today. Saturday night. And I want us to show God our great love. All the students in the campuses, everywhere, look at, they have built a big one here. And all over, there should be no student who is being left out because it's so, God is so kind to you to show you this love that you are here. Think about it. Think about it. God is recommending, he said, don't see how I love. Why is he recommending his love? So that you also love him back. Why, why do you think God is commending his love? He's not commending himself. He's commending his love. I do see how I love. So, okay, respond and love also in that same way with the same type of feeling and flow. Respond. Respond to the love. Much kindness has been shown to you for you to just be there like this. I'm just there. When there's so much for you to do for God, there are people out there that are just waiting for one person to come and talk to. And this Saturday night is for universities. Yes, universities. If you are in university, it's a gospel encounter service. It's a last chance to be saved. It's a last chance for you to show God that thank you. Thank you for reaching me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for finding a way for somebody like me. Yeah, you know, when I look in my family, few people in my family, you, you rarely find somebody called Heward Mills in the church. Yes, you rarely find somebody called Heward Mills. I mean, my age. <laughs> I thank God for saving me. Yes. And so, God is telling you, Christian, do something, you know, don't walk alone when, you are, when it's time for church. Show people. Spend with your energy and your love to talk to somebody about God and pray for the person and to show the person love. This morning, I had a testimony. A guy, he went to somebody's house. The person said, he's going to work. He said, I will wash your things for you. I'll wash your things for you and take you. I want you to come to church with me. And the guy is now giving a testimony. He washes things. The person said, no, God forbid that you wash my I'll wash it. I'll do everything for you. Let's go. Show his love for the person with zeal for washing things. Washing for the person to be saved. <laughs> and today the person is saying, he was doing juju. He was doing weed. He was doing cocaine. He was doing everything that can be done. But there was one person who was glad for his salvation. Who took energy. And strength. And that's how you show God that you, you are responding to his love. By responding to his kindness and his love for you. So this evening, eh, God is recommending his love to you. Yeah. 
It's like a boyfriend who is saying, no, I'm wider than any boy, other boy you've ever had. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the nicest. My love, I'm very kind. I'm caring. I'm the type you always feel loved and happy. Yes, you never feel neglected or ignored. You never feel danger or fear. You'll be at peace with me. And God wants you to respond to his great and special love this evening. Amen. How many are ready to respond to God's love? Stand to your feet, please. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you are here this evening, this is a great opportunity. Want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe, maybe somebody invited you or maybe you've been to church before. Look, look at me, everyone. Look at me. You know, today I heard a testimony. And the brother said, he came to church and he had an altar call and he immediately took his phone and sent a message to someone who had brought him to church before and said that, is it okay for me to go forward again because I've been forward before to, to, to give my life to Christ because I feel like giving my life to Christ. I've done it before. And the brother sent a message immediately. Yes, give your life. And he gave, that was it. And he gave his life to Jesus. What an amazing testimony. I've not heard such a testimony before. (laughs) Wow. Every head bowed. If you are here, I want to say, Lord, I want to give my life to God, to you. I thank you for saving me and for doing something so wonderful for me. If you are here today, you want to be born again. You want to give your life to to God. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus to save me today. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you specially. If you are here like that, just lift up your hand. Just your right hand up high. Like this. God bless you. God bless you. I see all your hands. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God this evening. I want Jesus to change me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see all your hands lifted up. Maybe somebody invited you. Maybe you've come before. But like I said, this is your chance. If you don't respond, I don't know. I don't know what, what else you will respond to. Yeah. Because God is, God is reaching out to your soul, to your life. What else should God say? And how else should he say it to touch you? What do you need again to be done for you before you respond to his love? You want to give your life to Jesus? I'm giving you the last chance. Pastor, pray with me. I want God to change my life. Your hand must be up right now. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. This is your day of salvation. This is your day of great change. This is a turning point in your life. Pastor, pray with me. Help me. Help me to get out of my my difficulty. Help me to get out of my traps. Help me to run away from Satan and escape. Help me to know Jesus. 
then lift up your hand quickly. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you've lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing. Come with your hand up like that. Come to me in the front here. I want to pray with you. Come. Come from where you are standing. Come on. Come. 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 Come from the back. Come from the side. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want God. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of running away. I want God to save me. Jesus to change my life. Come on, my friend. What else should he say? How else should he say? Come to Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, my friend. Come from the back. Come from the side. Come to Jesus. His calling, His grace will be your covering. His blood flow freely. It will provide your healing. Come running to that mercy seat. Lift your hands and say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, tonight is my night. Please forgive me. No, before I pray, before I pray, there's somebody else to join them. Maybe you are not sure, should I come, should I not come? Please, I want to give you, I don't know, your life may be, this may be your last chance. If you are here tonight, you, you, you want to come, you are, you are debating, should I go? It's not necessary, I can pray where I am. No, Jesus always called people to come out publicly. Come to God. Come quickly, my friend. Your life is what is at stake. I'm not discussing sugar and milk and curry and sardines. I'm talking about your soul, your life, your life. God is recommending His love. His love. His love. His love. and I still feel in my, in my heart here I feel somebody needs Jesus tonight tonight God has designed tonight for you come on step out and come 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 I feel it in my heart I feel danger for somebody and I feel you need God tonight come on encourage them encourage them as they come encourage them I feel it in my heart. His grace will be your covering. His blood will flow freely. It will provide your healing. Come running to that mercy seat. Father, 
Thank you for all these that have come forward to give their lives to you today. Thank you. Thank you that you are recommending your love. You are actually recommending your love. You are recommending the kind of love you have. You can see everything, but you are saying, I love you. I thank you for all these ones. I pray that none of them will ever fall away from your love. Now, all of you in front here, say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to you and my life to you. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. I am a dirty sinner. I am a dirty sinner. But today, say today, I give my life, I give my heart to Jesus Christ. Please change me. Say it out. Please change me. Fill me and touch me with the Holy Spirit right now. Help me to be a Christian, to serve you for the rest of my life. I rededicate my life. I rededicate my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. For saving me today. From tonight. Say from tonight. I am a child of God. I am born again. And I will serve Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord. For saving me today. In Jesus name I pray. Now lift your two hands. And everybody here speak to God yourself. Tell God Lord I am your servant. I am your servant from today pray in a moment God is touching your life you are his you are a servant to God from today father thank you for your power thank you for everyone here who is changed by your spirit changed by your holy spirit changed forever we give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus name we pray lord thank you for saving all these people tonight in Jesus name amen God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.